Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. quest to find proof that people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere now takes us to Atlanta, Georgia, where yesterday morning, police say 39-year-old Sonequa Lunsford jumped into a blue van that had been left sitting, running alongside a street in the midtown area of that city around 6 a.m., put it in gear, and drove away. Now, you might think, what kind of a dummy would leave their van running in downtown Atlanta at 6 a.m.? And the answer to that is a news crew for CBS 46 who were reporting live from where police had set up a barricade after a big car crash. And not only did the woman steal a van right in front of about 10 cop cars, there was also a reporter editing video in the back of it at the time. (laughs) Van crashed under police pursuit, and the woman's now charged with theft and kidnapping. That guy in the back of the van... Yeah. You know he's sitting there going, this is the end right here. <laughs> this is, I didn't sign up for this. No, I'm just minding my own business here. A, a mild-mannered TV reporter and not being thrown around the back of a TV van by a criminal. Yeah. Well, Cliff, did you know that it's today is Eraser Day? Eraser Day. Yes. I did not know today was Eraser Day. No, it's a big day. I keep rubbing an eraser on my calendar. And this year, 2020, just will not go away. But <laughs> no, you're right. I, oh, my goodness. I'm ready for 2021. I hate to yeah. say that. I hate to wish <laughs> my life away. but we're, we, we just barely finished off the first quarter of the year. <laughs> I'm already done with this year. Yeah, I'm like, throw this one away. I want to start again. Yeah. Oh, I was scraping my undercarriage yesterday, Cliff. And wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? I was scraping Scrape. it hard. Would you, would you run out of toilet paper? No, what? no, no, on my lawnmower deck. <laughs> no, oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't scrape. I might scrape there, but I wouldn't. I wasn't <laughs> scraping there. And I think I've pulled something in the lower yeah. right side of my back, and all I was doing was going, <laughs> trying to get grass off my undercarriage. Oh, oh! so you, you had your mower deck where the blade is. Yes. Out of the mower so that you could uh, scrape away the crusty old grass that collects inside oh okay and i injured myself just doing that and i really wasn't (laughs) putting a lot of effort into it as you could well kiss you were just scraping yes man my lower right back feels like somebody been walking on it okay all right from scraping i don't understand how i could possibly do that but that's the only thing i did yesterday I didn't even mow. I just scraped. You didn't mow? No. Because because mowing basically just consists of sitting. <laughs> For you, anyway. Well, scraping consider, consisted of just sitting. Okay. little arm action, but mercy. little arm action. Yeah, so, so it was repetitive arm motion is what did you in. I think so. I should have switched off to my left hand or something. My back is, wow. Well, Weed, as most people are probably aware, I just cannot resist a good story about pilots and their planes, and this is certainly one. As a young college student, Edward Feitner took flying lessons from a barnstorming, barnstorming stunt pilot. It was the late 1930s, and gas was cheap, and there were few regulations, and so by the time Feitner got his college degree, he also had his ticket at about 250 hours of flight time. The year 
1941. There was a long wait to get into the Army Air Corps as a pilot, but the Navy's list was short, and soon Feitner found himself shooting at the enemy at Guadalcanal. On his very first combat mission, the naval aviator shot down a dive bomber and then returned to land on the deck of the USS Enterprise, which had become heavily damaged while planes were airborne, and Feitner later recounted when he returned to the ship, he had to wade through fuel, water, and bodies when he got off his plane. Eventually, there would be nine kills, four probables, four distinguished flying crosses, and two Legion of Merits. He was also known as the fighter pilot that was often shot up but never shot down, especially after returning from a mission over Taiwan, where he returned with 170 bullet holes in his plane. And if you think things got safer after the war... You'd be wrong. Feitner was in the second class ever from the U.S. Naval Pilot Test School, or Test Pilot School, and helped usher the jet age into the Navy. He was also one of the lead solo pilots for the Blue Angels for a time, and as a test pilot, was at the controls of a jet fighter when it broke in half during a carrier landing. As a rear admiral at the Pentagon, he was largely responsible for making the F-14 Tomcat the standard for naval fighters for a quarter century. Feitner passed away April 1st at age 100. 170 bullets? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, if I knew him back then, Cliff, I yeah. would definitely be asking him, what good luck charm are you carrying around in your pocket? <laughs> he, he often said that's the only reason, from what I read anyway, the only reason that he survived the war was just darn luck. I bet. Because because during that particular thing, we got all the bullet holes. One of the bullets hit the magazine where all of his ammunition was stored, and basically it blew up and caught on fire. And he's like, well, i got to bail out. So he slid the thing open and got ready. To, he said, I have one leg out of the airplane ready to jump out. And the fire just went out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep flying it. <laughs> Made it back home safe. Yesterday, Cliff, it, it appeared... To be a salad that was handed out the drive-through window at McDonald's. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure that's what it was because I quickly looked away from the whole incident. <laughs> so was this at the drive-through at McDonald's? Yes. Is it coming? Was it coming in your window? No, no. Was it in front of you? Front of me. So and, you're like waiting in the drive-through line, and the car in front of you received what appeared to be a salad. Right. I'm not for sure of that, but okay. let's just go with that—that that it was a salad. Okay. Now, I don't know this to be true, Yeah. but I believe it to be true. All right. If you order a salad mm -hmm. at McDonald's, yeah. you're missing the point of McDonald's and what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I, I think there you're needs to be a right. refresher course for you <laughs> if you're <laughs> going through the drive-thru getting a salad. Now, that might not be true, Cliff. That might not no, be true no, at I, all. No, I, I think it's true. <laughs> okay. Well, Cliff, with all the barber shops and beauty shops all shut down, yeah. I'm wondering if people are starting to panic right now <laughs> about their hair and what they can possibly do with it or not do well, with it. <laughs> you know, there's a solution to that, although you have to do this in moderation. <laughs> okay. Um, because if you go all willy-nilly with a pair of scissors, you're not going to, you know, well, it's not going to look very nice, but it is possible to um, get out a pair of scissors and give yourself a trim in some of their trouble areas. Because, frankly, this morning, 
as I was getting ready to, you know, put on my sweatpants and come to the sweatpants lounge, I gave myself a bit of a haircut. Get out of here. No, I'm totally serious. Is this the first time ever? Well, probably, yeah. I mean, it's the, probably the most I've ever cut anyway, because it it's like right around my ears. It was just getting long. Well, it's long everywhere, but it's just to the point where it was like it was just irritating my face. And as, as well, you, you wouldn't know, but no. Like if you, if you, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. If you, if you put on and take off your headphones like 40 times a day, right around your ears, that hair is it like just goes crazy. And so the past couple of days, it just really bugged the crap out of me. So I'm like, I'm just going to get a little snip, 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 snip. Ah, oh, much better. I feel much better now, like a new man. <laughs> so I gave myself a haircut this morning. I think this whole talk here is just to try and make me feel bad about myself, Cliff, because I, no, I have no hair to oh. <laughs> have to trim around like that. Well, yeah, you, you, you can wash your head with a washcloth. <laughs> or a sponge, yes. The sponge. <laughs> so do you like the way you look? Well, yeah. No, I meant after you did the haircut. Of course. You still like the way you look. <laughs> no. Just checking. <laughs> you... you Long-time listeners may remember that haircut I got a couple of years ago by accident at a shop. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is this is way better than that one. <laughs> and you did yourself? Yes. For the first time? Uh, yes. That's pretty impressive, Cliff. Well, thanks. Were you a little Very nervous much. around the years that you were going to snip, snip too much? Uh, I was worried that it was going to be a little short. Yeah. That it would look... It would look, I don't know, out of kilter because it's it would be short and particular area and long in the in other areas but i think i got a good balance i think i can hold it until you know the this thing is over and i can go back and get a professional haircut all right well i'm impressed cliff that you did that thank you, thank you very much now you're gonna order you a floby <laughs> <laughs> just as we take you back to the sweatpants <laughs> lounge cliff what have you touched denim in the last two weeks, besides the shorts you had on a no, week ago. No, I had, I had jeans on a couple of days already this week. Okay. Now, are Not you in sweatpants long. now? Yes, I'm wearing sweatpants now. Do you have those um, deep pocket sweatpants? <laughs> you know, the ones a Pringle can will fit right well, in. Oh, no, they're not that deep. <sighs> those are my favorite. They're hard to find, too. Well, yeah, they would be. Well, I think a lot of people... I think a lot of yeah. people have the same idea I do with them, Cliff, and it's like and, and what's that? shoving the Pringles can down in there and <laughs> carrying it with you at all times. I believe tomorrow is two weeks since you've been holed up in that sweatpants lounge. I think so. I think it is, Cliff. <laughs> I think tomorrow is the anniversary of two weeks, and I okay. really can't imagine what that place is looking like after you've been slothing <laughs> around in there for two weeks, <laughs> doing little to nothing. Not that you're not doing the news. Well, it's not an office environment, so, you know, things can be a bit different, as evidenced by the sweatpants um, and some of the pictures I've shared. So, as actually, things have gotten, you know, shall we say, well, it's, sometimes it's like a cafeteria in here. <laughs> have you got a picture you could share with yes. me? Yes. Yes, I have I have a picture that, will, uh, that I can post on... Uh, on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, here in just a little while, so that people will see uh, what kind of an environment I'm working in. After my tiring commute from, you know, the, down the hallway, this is what I came in to work to. Yeah, that must be tough, Cliff. <laughs> Spending all day in the living room 
and then spending the rest of the day <laughs> laying in bed. I'm, I'm feeling sorry for you, Cliff. I'm not laying in bed yet. We'd, as you know, the lives of many, many people are being changed forever by the current situation, even if you don't get sick. And with many staying at home, there's a new routine that has to be learned because we all seem to work better when we have a routine we can follow. But before this issue becomes a habit and thus part of your routine, the police department in Tannytown, Maryland, issued a reminder to residents there. Please put pants on before you leave the house to go check the mailbox. Their pants request on social media also included a quote that said, You know who you are. This is your final warning. And then, being on Facebook, brought comments by citizens asking to see the evidence. An apology on behalf of their husband and support for local law enforcement, including one resident who said, indeed, no one wants to see any of that stuff flapping in the wind. <laughs> so people were wanting to see the evidence? Yes. Huh. Some people want to see the evidence. No. no. Generally speaking, Cliff, I would say, yes, you have the right to see the evidence. <laughs> but in this case, <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> Be like Ethel. Yeah, don't look, Ethel. That's right. <laughs> Cliff? Yes? I don't want this to sound harsh or anything this morning. Okay. But have I told you yet today that I hate you? <laughs> I mean that with all the love in my heart I can muster, Cliff. But have I told you that I hate you yet today? Uh, No, you haven't. Well, I hate you today. Because Why? I saw the picture of you in the sweatpants lounge. Yeah. That is my fantasy world right there that you're living in. <laughs> How in the you world can you see those monitors? Well, it's a struggle. I've to rearrange all uh, to arrange all the windows on the monitors so I can see uh, you know the top parts at least because the bottom parts they're all they, well they're chip bags and cookie boxes and stuff like that all leaning up against it. <laughs> Well, Cliff, this virus mess yes. has made me uh, do things and see yeah. things I never thought I would in my life. And now, okay. you being in the sweatpants lounge for the last <laughs> almost two weeks yeah. has caused me to hear something I didn't think I would ever hear in my lifetime. And what would that be? Here it comes. Have I told you lately that I hate you? Have I told you lately that the sweatpants lounge is where I want to be? Eating chips and cookies all day long now. Staring at my monitors. Always clipping room tea. Yes, Cliff. Yep, I told right. you lately that I paid you. <laughs> it's time now for no prize, just punishment this morning <laughs> as we feature Wham! on Wednesdays. That's right. The uh, person uh, who will get on the line here in just a moment, 812-386-1250, will be faced with a challenge. Answer a question correctly and make us all happy. Answer it wrong and be the subject of punishment and torment because the wrong answer triggers Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. Hi, who's this? Uh, Diana. Okay, Diana, where are you from? Vincent. Okay, so are you aware of the... Uh, premise of no prize or just punishment yes uh, if okay. everybody has to listen to wake me up before we go go that's just tough city whoa hello <laughs> oh, <no>. hello <laughs> well didn't think i'd hear that on the radio this morning <laughs> did you say this was diane yes are you a huge <sighs> wham fan 
No, not really, no. no. All right. Or if you lose, are you going to uh, punish yourself by listening? Um, actually, probably not, because I'm getting ready to get out of my car and go back into my office, so I probably won't have to listen to it. Oh, well, lucky you then. I hope you get this right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And you, then you probably also won't hear any of the resulting punishment that will be inflicted upon you. Yes. I want to make uh, sure we got well, that name right. Well, you'll have to find me first. Well, we'll call you out, Diane. I want you to be sure that uh, you understand what we're doing here. I'm going to have a word for you, and it could be a made-up word, or it could be one that's actually legitimate, okay? Okay. Now, you've seen the little TV commercials where the Pillsbury Doughboy comes out there, and the finger comes in and and pokes him in the stomach? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That action right there is called epokinus. That's what Pillsbury came up with, epokinus. Now, is that true, or did I just make that up? I think you're full of crap. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you don't believe that's epokinus? No. Would you be shocked if I said that actually is what the word is? <laughs> yeah, I will be. Okay, well, it's not. I made that up. You're correct. We have no punishment. Now, get back hey, into You're all welcome. No, wake you up before you go-go. Yes, thank you, Diane. Now, get back into work and get at it, okay? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, have a good day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, we've not had a caller like her on the air in a good while. No, and I, I kind of enjoyed that myself. I don't know about you, Cliff. <laughs> oh, you know I did. Oh, yes, yes. Well, a couple of days ago, Cliff, I had to do some mm-hmm. grocery shopping again. and Yeah. Well, I wandered down the cereal aisle, which I never go down because I haven't eaten that stuff since I was a little kid. <laughs> You're not really a cereal fan? I'm not a big fan of that. So I didn't like it when I was a kid, but I was, found myself in that aisle and yeah. I actually kind of looked at some of the packaging. Did you know that there is a Jolly Rancher cereal that's out? <laughs> no, I did not. I had no idea myself. I looked at that and I thought, boy, if I was a kid, yeah. that's my go-to right there. Jo- Jolly Rancher cereal. Yes. And then today I get to work and I see in the news clip that the Hostess Company has announced a new breakfast cereal from them. Oh, really? That is going to look like little miniature Twinkies. <laughs> little Twinkie cereal. And taste like Twinkies. Really? Yes. Now, that feeling all of you have in your belly right now, yeah. that's five pounds turning its bed down, getting ready to visit you. for <laughs> Settle in. Settle in for the <laughs> duration. Cliff? Yes? At some point in time. Everything's going to get back to somewhat normal. Some morning. Yes, as far as getting out and moving around, that sense of normalcy will... It might be different, but it it will be somewhat similar to what we experienced before. And at some point in time, you, Cliff Ingram, will once again wander back through the front door at Country 98.1. Yes, and I will uh, bring this chair back to the room where you and I can sit in the same place. Now, when that happens, whenever yep. that happens, mm-hmm. I feel like, Cliff, we should have some kind of ceremony. <laughs> you think so? Well, huh? you've been gone almost two weeks now. And and really, who knows when it will... I mean, I'm that's, confident that it will end, but what that date is, I don't know yet. That's right. Yeah. And so I haven't seen you in so long, and our wonderful mm-hmm. listeners haven't got to experience you, you know, here at Country 98.1, whatever that is. <laughs> whatever that means, yeah. I think a ceremony out front in the parking lot would be perfect to welcome you back. 
What type of ceremony are you suggesting? Burning of the sweatpants. <laughs> we'll, we'll put your sweatpants on a stick and we'll set them on fire right there in the parking lot. It'd be nice and safe, no grass around, just asphalt. What do you think, Cliff? <laughs> I like my sweatpants. They are, in fact, washed on a regular basis, and I'm quite comfortable in them, and I wear them at home. So you're going to have to come up with something else besides putting my sweatpants on a stick and lighting them afire. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. A couple of state laws, Cliff, we wanted to go over today. First of all, Tennessee. Yep. They have a law on the books that specifically grants you permission to take any animal that you run over accidentally in your car as in roadkill yes now you can't okay. you can't go directly at the animal and make a game out of hit and miss <laughs> you have to accidentally hit it and then you get quote personal use and consumption okay i'm hoping the only personal use you have there is consumption <laughs> in other words yeah. you've got dinner Right there with your roadkill. That's right. But don't be doing any weirdo things with your dead rabbit. Yes. And the second one, Cliff, is from Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. All citizens in the state of Kentucky yeah. have to bathe at least once a year. It's the law in Kentucky. <laughs> it's state law. It's state law. At least once you have to take a bath. And all of that, oh. you can take to the bank. There's going to be some police out going, okay, stinky. <laughs> How do you prove that? I mean, I, what evidence would you collect as a detective before charging someone with a crime of not bathing this year? Boy, I, I don't know. <laughs> can you imagine what the uh, evidence for that would be, Cliff? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be safe. Make good choices. <laughs> and let us burn your sweatpants. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Besides that? Yes. Uh, yeah, morning roadshow phrases uh, for the day start with number three. Charged with the crime of not bathing this year. <laughs> Looking at you, Kentucky. That's right. And uh, number two. I should have switched off to my other hand. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today Thanks to Diana, who said, if everyone has to listen to Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, well, that's just tough titty. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our listeners are just the best. Yes, they the are. The best ever. There is no doubt about that. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.